Hello, 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 and welcome to another extraordinarily amazing episode of My Violent Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix. And uh, this episode is a really fun one, uh, specifically for me. Um, and I guess anybody who kind of came up in the backyard wrestling community uh, in the mid early to mid-2000s, uh, this week's guest I have is my good friend that I've known for like 15 years at this point. It's wild. I've only met him once in my life. Uh, LeBron Cameron Cozone, uh, known to many as just Cam or Cozone, um, the founder of the GBYWN, Global Backyard Wrestling News slash Nation. Um, for many of you that don't know, GBYWN was a backyard wrestling forum that we, that myself, uh, Craig Mitchell, Castro, uh, Kenny Sutra, Olson, and God, so many others that we all used to post on there and just kind of, it kind of became our lives for such a long time. And when we did backyard wrestling growing up, we would post all of our stuff on there and, uh, we would, you know, meet up with other guys on the internet, uh, and do like super shows. And we would like get together and have these shows with, with guys that we, we just knew from the internet. And, uh, and it's wild if you think about it, but, um, but it's fun and cool because like some of these guys that I met in my, you know, in my youth, uh, are still really good friends to this day. And, it's just funny because <laughs> your parents always tell you, don't talk to strangers on the internet. Uh, but here I went and made uh, best friends with a lot of them. But but I'm sitting down with Cam. Uh, we get to talk about the GPYWN, how it starts, and kind of like a brief history of it and just a little walk down memory lane. And um, man, it, what, what, a, what a wild time that was in my life that it just was the summer of 2009. Uh, I wish I could go back there every day because... I just like, I didn't have any, any real responsibilities in life. I had a job that was whatever. Um, but we just spent all of our time, uh, hanging out, watching wrestling or like wrestling at my, you know, my friends in my friend's backyard. Uh, we would go to parks and it's just, it, it, it consumed us. And it was just like, it was our passion and it still is our passion. You know, we love professional wrestling. That was the whole reason why we, we started doing it, you know, backyard at least. And, you know, we kind of went on to uh, do our own thing in, in backyard wrestling. or sorry, in, in professional wrestling. And uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed this. And if you like this, you might want to go back to, I think it's episode two of My Violet Tendencies, um, where myself, Castro, and Craig uh, kind of dive deep into our own history of backyard wrestling and... Um, God, I seem to talk about it a lot on this. You think it's something that I would would not want to would not want to talk about, but here we go. Um, but also, if you want to check out more stuff, or at least some of the some of the matches and videos of our youth, there's a there's a really good YouTube channel uh, that actually Craig Mitchell kind of comprised. Uh, it's just called BYW History. Uh, the logo is just like a red spray logo that says says BYW and there's a lot of cool stuff on there, a lot of like wild videos, and uh, and it's organized very well into playlists. So you can go through there and you can see uh, Best of Backyard Wrestling, a lot of Ricky Crash videos uh, if you're a Ricky Shane patron, uh, Ohio, Florida, Illinois, uh, Backyard Gathering, Bump videos, The Link videos, 
uh, and so on and so forth. And so check that out. Um, it's really cool to kind of see this weird uh, subculture community that we were all involved in and how how wide it stretched uh, on the internet and kind of uh, shaped who we are today. So if you like that, go check it out. Uh, or don't, I don't care. <laughs> but, you know, thank you, uh, thank you again for, to my Patreon subscribers uh, for supporting me. Uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you can, I, I do frequently post, uh, backyard wrestling videos on there. So it's literally just like some highlight videos or, you know, stuff that I think is like funny or and stuff like that. But, uh, if you want to see more of that, if you want to check it out, you can subscribe. It's like only five bucks and you, you get access to all that kind of stuff. And, and I will be putting up some more ex exclusive episodes on there as well. Uh, podcast episodes that is. Um, so without further ado, let's dive into this episode with my good friend Cam, and uh, yeah, follow your dreams. But man, this is this is uh, I guess this is I'm very excited about this podcast because um, I constantly talk about my backyard wrestling history. I think I talk about my backyard history more than I talk about like pro wrestling stuff. And like so one of my coworkers was talking to me about it today and he's like, dude, he's like you, he's like, I feel like you're more proud of like the stuff you did in backyard wrestling than you are of like wrestling Cody on fucking AEW. And I'm just like, I mean, like I'm proud of both of those things, but like, it's just the whole everything with backyard wrestling. It just like, it means so much, not just to me, but like to everybody that was involved with it. And, um, and I guess, like, you're kind of, like, the reason for a lot of it. I mean, you kind of, like, uh, I don't know. You you started the GBYWN. Uh, talk about that. <laughs> well, first, well, uh, introduce yourself and, and shit. I'm, I'm a terrible host, I know. <laughs> it's all good. My name is, for you guys that don't know, I'm professionally known as LeBron Cozon. Um, you know, I've been wrestling for about 10 years but prior to that i spent the majority of my time uh really into backyard wrestling and uh pushing it the origin of it you know back when i was in middle school <laughs> 13 years old i was a big fan of the dirt sheets you know this is way before social media really got popular um you know, and I used to, <laughs> during class, I wouldn't really be looking at the schoolwork. I'd be on wrestling websites like cagematch.net and looking at everybody's stats and whatnot. I was a huge pro wrestling fan, obsessed with wrestling.com. You know, I used to always love to go to those websites and just learn more about pro wrestling. And, you know, I started... Uh, creating my own websites once I discovered the the uh, dirt sheets and just really started experimenting with, you know, just how to create stuff online. Um, and back then, Backyard Wrestling was, you know, was popular. And, you know, I've, wanted, I've always wanted to be a pro wrestler at a young age. So, you know, I do like so many others do. Uh, let's try it. Let's get on trampoline. <laughs> do it, you know? So, you know, that went from, okay, that's fine. 
we doing our thing, you know, me and my little brother, you know, and uh, it went from that to, okay, I wonder if there's anybody else that's doing this. So, of course, I do what I do, go on Google and search. <laughs> and I found a few uh, different backyard wrestling uh, people uh, through freewebs.com and through YouTube and a little bit on MySpace. And I said, okay, instead of trying to have a dirt sheet website that basically nobody reads, what if... I did dirt sheets for these backyard wrestlers. So I started hitting up everybody and saying, hey, you want to be a part of something? You know, so what started out being just a little website that I created when I was 13 years old really turned into, in the span of five years, turned into something that was pretty much global and reached guys from you know different continents and it meant a lot to a lot of people and that was gbywn and long story short um you know it got to the point where you know i was 16 years old i really wanted to be a professional wrestler and the first thing that the the guys that were already in the business the first thing they told me was you know leave your backyard wrestling mentality in the backyard and it was crazy because you know i was proud of what we done you know damn, I was like, damn right <laughs> <laughs> i was proud of it like it, you know in my introductory email to rick diesel who owned aiwf at the time uh he still does i was like yeah i'm a backyard wrestler you know here's my matches you know there's my <laughs> site i have 200 something companies a part of this and he was like leave your backyard mentality your backyard and i was like oh i was okay that's fine but you know at the same time you know there's there's history there and everybody gets their start somewhere and what i've always uh told people you know when guys try to come to our school and train and they do their backyard wrestling thing you know to a certain extent I'm okay with it. if it's with kids and whatnot, kids the age of 12, 13, there's nothing wrong with that. Go outside and have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you're approaching the age of 16 and you really want to become a pro wrestler, you know, get trained. Stop wasting your time because I know guys that spent a lot of their times taking crazy bumps in the backyard. And by the time that they turn 18, they're unable to do anything inside the ring, you know? And um, if you're like me, the end goal is to make a career out of it, you know, and make money off of it. But if your body's beat up from all types of torture that you took out in the yard, you know, it's going to it's gonna make that dream quite impossible to do. So, you know, that's, that's where my views are right now. Um, they used to be that uh yeah you know we should train everybody like 12 year old 13 year old should get in the pro wrestling ring you know and i actually worked with two 13 year old kids and they're pretty decent now but my views has changed on that since the whole speak out movement is yeah yeah and there's you know there's a lot of weirdness going on everywhere so 
you know, I feel like definitely, you know, uh, I, you know, there should be a limit when it comes to that. But yeah, we gotta be um, we gotta be careful, and we have to protect these kids. You know, we don't want them to have like a a bad experience with with wrestling early on mm-hmm. like that, and then it prevents them uh, of ever wanting to continue and and hopefully have a career in it. And that's not what we want. We want it to be inclusive. We want everybody to be involved yep. to an extent. <laughs> Oh yeah, but yeah, what what we did, you know, it it was it was a lot of fun, um, because it <laughs> just being involved in the community of and uh, of people that that you know supported one another uh, as far as their wrestling goes, you know, um, you know, it was what it was to a lot of different people, you know. I was uh, thinking about this the other day, like when I hit you up about this, I was like, I was like, man, I think I've known Cam, Cam, LeBron. Uh, I've known you for almost like 15 years at this point. Yeah. And, so like yeah. How, so how old are you right now? How old are you now? I'm 28 now. You're 28. Okay. I'm, I'm about to be 30 in like a month. Um, mm-hmm. It's crazy because I think when I, when, when I first, I don't even, I literally don't remember finding GBYWN, but I just like I feel like I've just always it was I was always just there. Like I don't remember like the first time I was on it. It was pr- I think it was prior to that when when you it was just the news site and there was like the 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 weekly awards or the monthly awards and the Power Twenty Five and the GBYWN dollars. Uh-huh. <laughs> I you know, a, a little bit of that website is still up there. It's really, still, the, like yeah. the forums are still around. Like, are you oh, are you the, able to access that still or no? Is that that's gone forever? The only way you can access the original forums is through the Wayback Machine. And every once in the blue moon, I go on the Wayback Machine and I will see what's still left of the GBYWN.com. That's crazy. But, yeah, like I I remember when you first, you know, started going on the website, I believe you were like 14 and doing your thing. About that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's uh that was before uh the forum became popular. But, you know, it's 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 really uh you know, it's it's a lot. But thankfully you know, a lot of the history that we've been through, if anybody's interested in learning more about GBYWN, there's a couple fake Wikipedia links that are still out there on the internet. Um, I was reading through that. I was reading through that today and uh, just like looking through it and just being like, man, I like, I have a bad memory to begin with, but like, I was like, man, I forgot about most of this shit. Like I forgot about like, like the GBYWN been dollars. I forgot about that. And like the spring yeah. challenge where like it was, everybody was like, it was like film your best match and like post it. And then like somebody will be picked as the winner. And like, there was like the promo challenge. And, and it was funny. It's funny to look back on that because like all of us, like I would say 90% of people that were doing backyard wrestling at that time, like had no clue of anything that what they were doing. But there was definitely some people that had like had prior training or, or stuff like that, or just people that just were naturally gifted. Um, but like we just like we like kind of made the GBYWN 
like like more important like we just like we we all just embraced it so hard and heavy and like um guys I, I remember being like in like a freshman in high school and just like during my study hall period just going in there and like check it i gotta gotta refresh the forum like gotta see who, who's talking about what gotta gotta see who's commenting on our videos and stuff and oh my god it, it was bad for me like <laughs> My parents, they thought I was literally addicted to the computer, which I was, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just GVYWN website stuff. Like I get home from school and I would literally like I'll be on the computer all day and it's updating, you know, just updating stuff. Uh, did they know yeah. like did they know kind of the extent of like how how far this reach was that you kind of like created like you you, you started it as like a, as a news site and kind of a dirt sheets for backyard wrestling but it kind of evolved into this like community uh you know like after the the demise of the backyard wrestling link that i'm sure like like you're like yourself like i had no idea that existed until like i met like craig mitchell and and castro and all those guys and they kind of educated me on on the years prior to that but like GBWN definitely became like that next generation like community that like everybody um, was a part of. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think a lot of people do know because one, I never really spoke of it since then. Um, but with the Backyard Wrestling Link, you know, throughout the late 90s and the early 2000s, that's when they really had their run. But we really came into the picture back when YouTube was first coming out when it was still relatively new around it was like brand new 2005 2006 and we just capitalized off of that uh social video sharing um and you know it, it was different and um you know it, it i <laughs> i don't even <laughs> i don't know how to explain it but <laughs> it's hard to explain GBYWN, like, it, it meant a lot to a lot of people that were a part of it. Um, and I know it most definitely meant a lot to me because, um, you know, growing up through middle school, I wasn't really a social person, you know, going mm -hmm. through depression because, you know, just me finding out some things about myself that I'm different. And it may not be acceptable to a lot of people, you know, like depression sucks and it's real. And, you know, almost you feel like the whole world is against you. And I don't wish that on nobody. But with GVYWN and, you know, with really network with guys like you, you were pretty much, you know, uh, the first people that I connected to my original tribe, which is cool, you know. Uh, <laughs> And it, it, uh, you know, so it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's really weird, but if it's, it's really hard to explain, especially for those who are trying to understand, uh, uh, that wasn't a part of it, but the best way that I can describe it is just a group of young optimistic individuals that were passionate about what they put their time and their, their effort into. And at the time, around that age, it was backyard wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, there was a point in time 
uh, I believe it was around 2011, where I wanted to keep GBYWN when I was just getting my feet in the water with pro wrestling. Yeah. So I tried to change the website to going beyond your wrestling nation. And I thought it was perfect. I was like, hey, it's still GBYWN. <laughs> the form. And I screwed the whole form up trying to re-edit it. And I just wasn't happy with what happened. So I just said, you know what? Screw it. Nobody's on here like they used to be anyway. Because the Facebook's getting popular now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I decided to delete it. And that that was tough for me um, to do it just because I spent so much time and everybody spent so much time. And there's a lot of history that went down on it, you know. And I'm talking thousands and thousands of messages. Thousands of members, you know, thousands of content, you know, just been thrown away conversations, memory, uh, a lot of stuff. Um, and I never forget how defeated I felt when I deleted the form. Um, and that's almost inspired me till today to keep strong with everything that I'm doing. Uh, for no, those that don't know, I own the pro wrestling promotion, pro wrestling school, that today means a lot to a lot of people, you know? And I know that just motivates me more to just keep things going, because I don't want to close it down and then feel that same sense of regret. Because even to this day, sometimes I'll get on Google and go search GBYWN, see what <laughs> you know. I, I'm always doing that too. I'll, I'll like, I'll be like, maybe I'll find something this time that I didn't like, that like I didn't see last time. And like, I just want to see like just all the, like, I miss, I miss posting in the forum. I miss forums in general. Like, that's a kind of a lost, lost thing. And I, I'm I, sure. thought about, I, I thought about that for real, like, with all the bullshit that's going on on social media. You know, it uh, really affects the way that you feel throughout the day, you know? Yeah, unfortunately. Especially when the feed is just nothing but negativity, you know? Uh, back when the forums were going on, it was most of the majority of the times, it was always a positive vibe. A lot know? of weird shit. Yeah, a lot of stuff, but it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> we were all just trying to make each other laugh. Essentially, it was like we all we all wanted people to think we were cool because we were taking stupid bumps, and we wanted everyone to think we were funny, and that was all it was. It was just us trying to pop each other and like just be be cool. But like, little do they know, like like fast forward now to being like in wrestling for ten plus years, like you're like, damn, we were dumb as hell for taking those bumps. Like, the hell is wrong with us? <laughs> But, you know, like, I've come to a point now, like, you know, I wouldn't mind going back to the form board, you know, and just networking that way, you know, just off of how crazy social media's gotten and how dependent we become through social media. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. um, 
I remember back when everybody had websites. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I remember that. Has websites anymore. Everybody's on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. So if somebody wants to start a, I don't know, a, a interesting, weird pro wrestling forum, I probably wouldn't be against it. But with <laughs> with ev- with everything that I have going on now you know, me as an individual, the school, the promotions we're trying to do, I don't have time for it. <laughs> uh, no, trust me, I I very much can uh, can sympathize with that. I especially mm-hmm. like now, like do like doing a podcast now. I, I like I I'm like, oh this will be a great thing to do. And then I'm just like, oh, like work, like wrestling, <laughs> the school uh, just everything involved. I mean, it's been a little bit easier now because of the pandemic and we're not doing a whole bunch more, but I'm just like, yeah, I'll throw another stupid thing on my plate. That'll take up my time and <laughs> I'll probably do it half ass. but Hey, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? What's that? It's been what? Three years since I seen you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just talking about that. We, when I, we came down by you guys for, uh, for that show at your school and, I love the the place that you guys like had. Is it the same spot? You guys at the same spot still? I yeah, it's it's so spot. funny like driving up to it because it's just like a, a like a like a way it looks like an abandoned warehouse, but then like the the where the arena is at it looks like sick and they have like a cool setup with the um with the the ramp coming out to the ring and everything. It just looks it looks very professional uh, for the space that you have. Um. And it's awesome. And we had we had a blast coming down there. I remember like two of the guys that came down with us uh, before the show. They decided to take a nap in the car out in oh, the street, yeah. and somebody came over like knocking on the window. It was just like, oh, thank God, you guys are alive. Like they thought they were dead in the car, and they were like, what the hell kind of neighborhood is this? When people think that they're dead. Oh yeah, never know what may happen this side of town. Shit. <laughs> oh man. So I was th- I was. Th- thinking about this too i remember um when when the forum started taking off and everybody started doing super shows like i don't not say that we were the first but i i think we were the Mm -hmm. global domination was the first one Mm -hmm. without a doubt and that 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 honestly like that was a huge deal and i remember when you uploaded the clips of it, man, I had tears, like literally <laughs> tears, you know, because before then it was just a bunch of people we ain't never met just talking to each other on the message board. And when you decided to have the first ever show where everybody comes together, it's like, wow, this shit's real. You know, that's when it finally hit, you know, this, this is crazy. But, you know, not I wouldn't say that you guys were the first ever to do a joint show with people you don't know, but definitely with within what we had going on from from you. our era, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was a pretty big deal. And uh, I, I laugh about that because, like, looking back on it now, like we just like I rented a ring and which is funny because the guy that I rented the ring from, he like, he's the one who taught me how to like run the ropes and take, like take a proper bump in the ring. 
And I still, to this day, I still rent his ring for freelance shows. Um, so that, that thing is pretty funny. And he's, he, he always laughs. He's like, he's like, man, it's crazy to see how far you guys have come, like from, from setting up the ring in, at the Justice Park District to like, you know, doing show, sold out shows at the Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. And when we, when we did that show, we did like, it was like four shows in two days with like 60 plus matches. It's just like the biggest headache. I remember like the cops came and they were just like, oh, this is cool. Like they just stayed and watched. Like they didn't care. And uh, that like kicked it off for all of us. Like we were just like, because we learned about super shows from like Craig and Castro. They they had been doing them with uh, when they were on the Lincoln stuff. And so when we did that, we, we kind of just like, all right, cool. And so we just invited all these people that we knew on the internet and like, never never met them before and and everybody just kind of showed up and like it's it's wild because like i still have like lifelong friends from like from that day like i that was the first day i think i met devin bliss and like stacy uh the pen name and uh god who else was there i think um i think fx was there x cal um i'm trying to blank now anthony lee uh just like it was like a it was so cool to see all these people like in, in person and just like, we all just like hit it off and, and that kind of sparked it for everybody just to start, like everyone started doing super shows and we were traveling all over. Like I, like I was going to the shows in Indiana and in Iowa and uh, Ohio, Pittsburgh and, and all this stuff. And, and in the midst of all this, you're, you're, you are living in North Carolina and you're, you're running this forum and everybody was just like, I don't know if Cam's real. Like <laughs> I've never seen him before. Like, cause you you never came to any shows, so like nobody like, like nobody really met you before. And I couldn't. My one, I couldn't drive, and two, my parents would. You know. <laughs> no, it's, it's it makes. <laughs> but it's just, it's funny. Like, and so like when I posted like that I was gonna be having you on, like so many people were like commenting on it, just being like, "Oh shit! Like this could be awesome!" Like. <laughs> Yeah. That's that's hilarious, but it's like it's cool to see like, um, like how everything kind of like happened that way, and like like who the who's who of like that had been posting on the forums since then. I think like like so many of them have have gone on to do professional careers. I think didn't like, I think Will Osprey used to post on the GBYWN, right? That's what I heard, but <laughs> he was he was there. I think so. I remember everyone used to pick on him because he was like a child, but. Mm -hmm. uh, I do remember we did have a few uh, uh, little promotions that were out of the UK for him. So who knows? Possibly. I don't know. Because we, we connected with with thousands through there. And it's amazing. Like, I met guys, even in the pro wrestling industry, that were on the forum. And I'm talking well over five different people just in my state of North Carolina. Really? You know? Yeah, and I've actually met, uh, you know, Bless being one of them. Oh, he hell just, yeah. He moved from uh, wherever he came from, up north, <laughs> moved to Charlotte, and he became a big help for me with Firestar, you know? And my favorite backyard wrestler from when I was a kid, the Prodigy. Hell yeah. Jesus. And... Two of my younger kids that 
so happened to be actual prodigies, I said, hey, that's going to be y'all's name. Y'all be the wrestling prodigies. Hell yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They're over that way, so. That's a fun little, a fun little nod, dude. How, like, <laughs> can we take a second and how awesome was CWA from, from Louisville, Kentucky? With, with Joe Randa, the prodigy, uh, Max Vender, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cross, something Cross. Uh, Cross, probably. Yeah. I can't remember now, but like, dude, I remember finding their shit on YouTube and being mm-hmm. like, yo, this is awesome. Because they, they built their own ring in their backyard. They had like, everybody had real gear. Uh, everybody, like, for the most part, like, from what I remember, like, everything was like executed relatively well like they looked like they were trained i was like this is awesome and i used to like watch their shit like religiously and uh so it was like fun to like in like i think it was like in 2010 i ended up wrestling joe randa like for the first time and like i for me i was like like this is like a cool moment like this is a dude that i used to watch on youtube and i'm like i'm getting to wrestle him and like it's 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 silly in retrospect because we're all just like regular humans, but like, you know, it's like these are the people that we like we watched and like kind of, in a in a way like idolized them. Mm-hmm. It definitely did. Like I've always respected Joe Randall. Like what he put out, uh, it really caught my eye and it really uh, inspired me. Put a lot of time into it. You know, what he had, what they had, was something really special. Yeah. What was cool, not only were they great, you know, within the show, but they seemed just, like, so cool outside the ring, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, CWA was, yeah. was awesome. Awesome to watch back then. Do you, do you remember, uh, and you don't have to say, you don't have to say BWA, but, like, who were, who were some of your, uh, some of your favorite like feds that were that were on the forums and in its heyday like who were some of your favorite ones to like kind of check out and like see but also wrestlers too who were some of your some of your favorites back in the day man as as far as it's pretty much the people that were always you know you named a few earlier guys like Devin bliss uh matt morris oh yeah i wish is he doing anything in the pros Oh yeah, yeah. He's actually like he, so he started do, he started train. I think he trained at Chikara, um, okay. Before they got canceled, um, but there, um, he he started. He's been doing indies in that area in like the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area, and he's like just started to like kind of like blow up a little bit. Like people are like, "Yo, this dude's really good." Like, yeah. And yeah. wait till they see. Like he started posting because like now it's cool to post your backyard stuff. So like. <laughs> he started posting like videos and people were just like, yo, what the fuck? This dude's like F five and people and like, in like just doing crazy shit. And I'm like, man, just wait, just wait. It's like yeah. Zane too. Like Zane, Zane was like the Zane was like always good. Like we always knew Zane was good. And then he, once everybody kind of started going pro, he kind of went on, went and did his own path and he was working in the music, music industry for a bit. And then, uh, he would pop up for like random shows here and there. And then I remember I started booking him on like freelance shows, like here and there, like he was doing like a, like a masked gimmick for a minute. Mm-hmm. And then he was like here and there for that. And then I booked him as Zane a couple times. And then it was that GCW backyard wrestling show. 
that they ended up doing in uh, in July, like two years ago, and he did a fucking running six thirty to the outside onto Tony Depp, and and now he's like traveling the world, wrestling at New Japan, uh, doing crazy things, man. Like it's it's awesome to see like dudes that were just like, yeah, we know that he's good, yeah. and just kind of see them get their get their due now. Yep, guys like Tony Depp, and I saw him at Ring of Honor doing his thing. Oh yeah. Deppin's so good. Deppin, Deppin should be the most paid wrestler. Like he, he makes ever like anybody that has a match with him, he makes them look incredible. I wrestled him in a tag match, and I'm whatever in the ring, and he he made me look good. So like he's he's a star. He's a star, and he he deserves to be signed somewhere. That's awesome. But yeah, you know, but yeah, off the top of my head, this it's hard to remember because I. Honestly, like, I didn't do too much, you know, watching uh, as far as videos. My main thing was just, you know, operating the forums, make sure it was active, you know, creating some type of content to keep people interested in coming back. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. And this, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> do you remember, so... Um... I need a little clarification from you because so I was like looking through that, that backyard wrestling Wikipedia uh, mm-hmm. for the GBYWN and there's, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing the validity of the, of what is written on the internet, but so there's the, with when we started doing championships, like actual like GBYWN championships, mm-hmm. it said that like the, the B, uh, GBYWN champion first one was somebody else that wasn't me <laughs> yeah but i was yeah. like hell no i was the first one i don't give a fuck what anybody says okay so pretty much yeah to what the <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i forgot the kid's name but he pretty much had a little fake record belt he said hey i'm gonna be the first champion is that cool i was like okay sure was it was that cheese kid no. Do you Wait, remember what, Cheese Kid? I do remember Cheese Kid, but I don't think it was. No, it wasn't him. His last name was Chaos. I do remember that. Chaos. Yeah. I remember. I just remember, but, like, we talked about it at some point, and I was just like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, run. I don't remember if I pitched it to you or if you were like, hey, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. No. And then I was like, yo, I'll, I'll do it. I remember Chaos, he claimed to be the first champion, but the thing is, he never defended it. He never had a show. But, yeah. I but think he was like on the West Coast, wasn't he? Say what? I think he was on the West Coast. Yeah. Maybe. There, was, there wasn't that many companies out that way. But with the whole, the whole uh, championships, you know, I never kept up with any of the championships. That's all <laughs> Rad Hazard is doing. You know? Oh yeah, you're Ra- Mr. Rad Hazard. <laughs> I love Rad. He's 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 Rad. I it's funny because like when when he kind of like came aboard. I don't know if you want to like elaborate on that at all, but when he kind of came on board, I feel like you guys. I if I remember correctly, I remember you guys kind of butted heads a little bit. But like mm-hmm. I think ultimately like him him helping like kind of organize 
the way things were 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 run as far as like the titles and everything like that he kind of like really really embraced that and he was doing that youtube show uh backyard wrestling weekly which i mean i don't know about anybody else in, in backyard wrestling at the time but i used to watch that all the time because it was literally like a clip show of like the best of like what what happened in that week mm-hmm. and so that was like the, the easiest way to kind of get consume all that like footage in like one easy spot at least like the stuff that mattered um not to say that other people's stuff didn't matter but you know we know where the good the good wrestlers were at <laughs> yeah like i i appreciated brad when he first came into the scene because before he got involved with what we were doing he was doing his own thing with battleborn i think it was battleborn wrestling something like that yeah like, and when i saw his his show uh on youtube I was like, man, this this guy, this older cat, he really cares about backyard wrestling. You know, I was like, man, he he might be a cool cat. So I I don't I don't know where it came along, but uh, I said okay, and I I don't remember what year it was in, but I can imagine me already having plans. Actually, yeah, I was because two thousand eight. I was getting inside the ring, 2009, 2010. So in this time, my sights are going more towards professional wrestling. Yeah. And uh, Rad, at the time, he wanted to be a part of GBYWN, wanted to turn it into not just being news, but being nation and everything. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that's fine. And then I guess I felt... I felt as if uh, he was taking credit for what I built from the ground up. And that's where I found the offense with Rad Hazard. Uh, And then the whole shit in 2011 happened with the whole 12 thing, uh, where he pretty much called me out on YouTube or whatnot for not being around. What was that? I don't know, but I. I just remember how pissed off I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I went. I was so mad. I went on YouTube, and I made a response video to him. And I don't. I don't do that. Uh, but yeah, ever since then, I never really cared much. But you know, I never <laughs> met him. I never. I never met him. Really? Not, well, I guess not. yeah. You, you hadn't met a lot of the dudes, but no, I haven't. But I'm pretty sure he's a. He's a halfway decent human being. Yeah, he's, but, a, he's a good dude. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just to where I took offense. I just thought that he was taking credit uh, for what I felt in my heart that I established, even though I was still working towards getting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but naturally, like this is it's some it's your baby. You know, you're you get a little protective over it, and somebody else comes along, and they're just like, hey here's some ideas to make it better. And then you're kind of just like, okay, well, like, I mean, I could have done that. Like, that's understandable. I feel that. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, but yeah, he, he did a great work as far as promoting it, as far as, uh, pushing it on YouTube and keeping up with all the championships and making it seem that much more important, you know? 
Um, yeah, they made it like more prestigious in, in a way, even for like for it being wrestling. But like to us, it was it was everything. It was our lives. Like this is this was like at the time, like that was what we put all of our effort and and our you know our our passion into and yeah. and like with uh, I was I was talking kind of explain trying trying to explain the the whole uh, concept of this to like some of my coworkers and like just being like yeah like it was kind of like the indies but like backyard wrestling indies and <laughs> and the, with the with the belts like the belts were cool because it was like a whole NWA concept and when when I when I made the first belt it was literally just like a a, a WWE undisputed championship like like a, a foam and plastic belt that mm-hmm. I. I photoshopped the GBYWN logo over the NWA logo on the NWA World's Championship, printed it out on paper, and then glued it to some cardboard, and then taped it to like the belt. I like that one better. I like that one better. The NWA one. <laughs> I still have it. I still have it to this day because um, when when I lost it to uh, to XCal at the Global Nomination Show. Um, uh, we we started like a, tr- a a tradition of like anybody who won the belt would would sign the belt and because it was paper and and like once I think I think after I after I I won it the second time I, I beat FX for it the second time and we replaced it I had like a, a plastic like a plastic uh, NWA replica belt that I bought online and we retired the old one. I still have it to this day. And it's, it's kind of cool to look at it and see, you know, like some of the signatures that are on it. And, and it was wild. Cause I was looking at the, the Wikipedia page for the belt uh, and just kind of, you know, a little humble bragging at work and just being like, yeah, you know, I'm a two time GBYWN champion. And uh, combined with the, uh, with my two combined reigns is the longest uh, champion or shit like that, you know, but like, I was looking at the rest of the history on there and I was like, damn, I didn't like, because after I lost it and, like, I had started doing indies, like, I just, I, like, kind of just, like, stopped following what was going on in backyard wrestling. And and just, like, looking and seeing, I was like, damn, look at how far, like, it, it ended up going. Like, it ended up going for a while. Um, and just to see, like, who else had won it and stuff. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, this is some shit that, like, that we created, you know, like, out of, basically out of thin air. And, and, and how far it went and, and how... Uh, and how many how many belts there were? God, there were yes. so many. It was so. It it was crazy, and yeah, I, again, I give credit to Brad for keeping up with that. And also, there was a guy in Canada whose name was D. Miller. Oh yeah. He created the whole backyard Wikipedia, and just he wrote like he just typed, typed, typed different articles. And, you know, just, just things to, you know, which at the time I didn't think was important. But looking back and to see that that's pretty much all that we have to remember of it, other than our own memories. Yeah. Is that that's, you know, that's pretty dope. It's awesome to like to look back on that because, you know, like especially like for some of us in wrestling have like fucking CTE and shit like like it's hard sometimes i can't remember what i had for breakfast last week but like not the only one everybody shows me no don't expect me to remember anything (laughs) i've gotten this far 
with this damn podcast, we'll try to remember stuff from 15, 16, 14 years ago. Yeah. It's, isn't it crazy that it's that long ago now? It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No, because I was, you know, this good. It really doesn't. This the time it just it goes by, man. It goes by. It's, <laughs> it's crazy, crazy, crazy. But just trying to do what we do. But Dude, yeah, I, I and... just really been you know taken back with just uh, trying to climb the ladder, you know. And just do what we can, just build on what we do down here, here in Greensboro, North Carolina. You know, I don't like if anybody's wondering, like I haven't kept up with any backyard wrestling. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Honestly, I didn't know kids were still doing it. Yeah. Um, until <laughs> I, a couple of kids that come to my school to learn wrestling, I had one of them in. He likes to show me his backyard wrestling stuff. I was like, keep that away from me. <laughs> like, Damn I ain't kids. trying to see it right now. <laughs> it's like, look, I was like, trust me, I've been there. I know how proud you are, but I don't want to see this right now. You know? Like, it's, I don't want to see you getting hurt. Come on. <laughs> like, come on, take a bump. Do it the right way. But, yeah, I, I didn't know if, like, it's, it's still a thing until it's actually come to the school. And they, they, you know, want to want to learn it the right way, and it's cool because I'm not too hard on them with it, because I understand their perspective. But at the same time, I let them know, say, hey, if you if you're serious about this, be serious about it. Stop playing around. You know what I mean? But man, definitely, it was a time. It was a time. So, yeah, I, I like, I never. I remember, like when when I started training in in two thousand nine, like that, it was like a big no no. You don't talk about backyard wrestling. You don't mention you ever did that. Like I remember, we had to like dumb down our training because like we already knew how to run the ropes and bump and shit like that. So we had to like pretend that we didn't know how. And and then eventually we just like we're like fuck it, let's just let's do our thing. And our trainers was like, ah, you guys are catching on really quick, like and, not knowing our history. It, it was, you know, and it was the same way about with me when I first started training. Uh, not saying that I already knew how to do stuff, but I was more comfortable and more eager to do things. You know, I wasn't I wasn't scared. I wasn't timid. And here's the benefit. Uh, you know, every sport. Every sport has this little league from basketball to football, you know, every sport you can think of. Mm-hmm. As what's what's the little leads for sports entertainment? Nothing. I mean, like the closest would be like amateur wrestling, like club wrestling, but like it's not the same kind of wrestling. As I learned mm-hmm. when I joined it in in, in um, middle school. And you know, and back when I was younger, I I looked up to the Hardys. I'm like, man, they started out that way, so it's okay. That's what I'm gonna do. You know, see where it gets me, but. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not completely against it. Um, and I'm not completely for it. Depends on the circumstance. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to, it's hard to explain. It's hard to grasp. But, yeah. But, you know, I realized that 
I can embrace where I came from, where you come from, the things that we've experienced, the things that we've done, because that helped make us who we are. If it wasn't for uh, me running a, call it a global empire website, whatever it was, <laughs> I wouldn't have the confidence to start Firestar Pro Wrestling less than one year in the game, you know? Yeah. And that's what I did, you know? Honestly, the same for me, like, with doing freelance uh Starting it, I was four years into wrestling at that point, and like, had I not had experience, quote unquote, um, with like running shows from when I was a teenager, you know, I, you know, at least, you know, putting it together and kind of figuring out how I wanted to be presented and shit like that, like it kind of came easier, and I kind of learned everything else as I went. But like, like you said, I would never have ever had the confidence to kind of like do that and. And I think about that a lot in as far as like, not even just with, with, with wrestling, but just life in general, like what kind of path my life would have taken had I not spent every single day of my summers, like hanging out with my friends and just beating each other up in, in backyards and, or parks or stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's, it's kind of wild. I, like I always tell everybody like, or not everybody, but I've told the story before that like, I even like, I, I bailed on going to my senior prom because I wanted to save my money that I had saved up for global domination. So I totally, I totally bailed on going to prom for wrestling for backyard wrestling at that. But that's how much it meant to me. Like it was, this was, it was my entire world. And, and like, so was the forums, you know, like posting on there and like, um, you know, it was, it, it was, an interesting community to say the least that kind of shaped, you know, who I am today. And I, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you for, for having, you know, having that made and doing that and, and keeping it going for as long as you did. Uh, any of us. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that means a lot, but I was just, you know, just the young kid just trying to find, a place where he felt like he belonged. And then it evolved to me wanting to be a part of something that was great, which to a lot of people, it was, you know? And even to this day, like with everything that you're doing, you know, super proud, it's super awesome, you know? And a lot of people that has come off that website doing great things in the industry and I feel like it's that do-it-yourself mentality you know that helps inspires to have people go that that extra mile you know and honestly if you want to make something happen that's what you got to do you got to do it no matter what it is so yeah it's awesome it's awesome man but yeah, that that was <laughs> the genesis. That was the genesis. Uh, and it's crazy. Like, and from a lot of people that may be listening or watching, like, like I would definitely like I still would love to meet a lot of you that, you know, I may not met and been in the forums, you know, been on the websites and 
some way or the other and meant something to you, you know, it's always cool to meet somebody that um, used to go on the forums. But, oh, yeah. Well, well, maybe once the once the world goes back to normal and you know we're not uh, afraid to be around other human beings, yeah. um, maybe 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 they, that a GBYWN reunion show uh, could be a possibility in the future. I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be fun to, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, well, thank you, thank you for uh, sitting down and, and talking with me about this stuff. Um, uh, usually, here at the end, I kind of leave the floor open for anybody to promote and plug and just talk about anything you really want to talk about. Uh, so the floor is yours, my friend. Well, you know, I don't have much to talk about other. Then if you want to keep up with me, just uh, search LeBron Cozone anywhere. My training school, uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling, Greensboro, North Carolina. Still young, trying to do great things. Uh, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm open to any questions or anything if you guys want to hit me up, whatnot. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Good to talk to you, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was nice to get to chat again. Um, and hopefully it won't be another three years in between. Are you are you doing freelance shows now? Uh, right now, not really. It's kind of been hard, especially with the restrictions in the city of Chicago. But um, we, did a, we did a show, part of the collective, with GCW in, in Indianapolis last weekend. Um, and we, or as, as, as this is being posted, this will be two weeks from then, but, uh, but we're working on some stuff at our training facility to, uh, to kind of create some content going into the winter. Uh, so if anybody wants to check that out, be on the lookout, it'll be happening sometime soon. That is awesome. That is awesome. Oh yeah. Well, thanks man. Thanks for, thanks for taking time out of your day to, uh, to chat and, uh, we'll catch up, uh, soon. All right. Peace out. I'll see you later. Be safe out there. You too. Take care. Bye.